From insurance business, here's your weekly global news roundup for January 23rd to 27th, 2023. I'm Steve Randall. Total U.S. economic losses from the recent flooding in California will be between 5 and 7 billion U.S. dollars, according to an estimate by catastrophe risk modeling firm Moody's RMS. Insured losses are estimated to be between half a billion dollars and 1.5 billion dollars, including losses to the National Flood Insurance Program and the private flood market. The estimate reflects inland flood impacts and includes damage to infrastructure. It's based on an event reconstruction and uses the company's U.S inland flood HD model. It includes property damage, contents and business interruption across residential, commercial, industrial, auto and infrastructure assets. Starting on December 26, the West Coast was impacted by a series of tropical cyclones that resulted in heavy rainfall, causing overtopped rivers, flash floods, levee breaches, mudslides and more, along with some wind damage. The rainfall intensity in California was so extreme that several locations in the central part of the state set three-week record rainfall and some locations received their annual average rainfall totals in less than a month. Infrastructure damage in the state was extensive. A combination of flooding and mudslides damaged state highways and local roads and trees were uprooted by high water velocities, saturated soil and heavy winds, which also damaged power networks works cars and properties. The cyclones impacted California after a prolonged drought. 2022 was the second driest year in more than 128 years for certain areas of the state and was classified under extreme drought according to the National Drought Information System. A relatively small proportion of the economic impact is expected to be covered by insurance, Moody's RMS said. The share of California households with flood insurance is less than 2% and has been falling steadily. As of August 2022, there were less than 200,000 residential NFIP policies in place in the state, a decline of about 5% from 2021. With natural catastrophes never far from the minds of insurers worldwide, insurance business has been speaking to Prue Wellsford, CEO of the Australian and New Zealand Institute of Insurance and Finance. In a recent IB Talk episode, she told Danny Wood, news editor of Insurance Business Australia, that insurance affordability and accessibility challenges are on everyone's mind. I think the idea that simply uh, insurance will pay and also that, you know, the old conversations about um, how there was market failure uh, when in fact it was simply risk-based pricing, I think that that has matured significantly over the last couple of years. And, and whilst, you know, we would all prefer not to be having these conversations in the sense that it would be great if, if there was not the level of, of catastrophes that we're seeing, the reality is that that, that is our, our landscape and understanding how insurance fits and the choices people are making around where they live, how they live, what insurance cover they have, I think is, is um, an important social conversation. You can find that episode of IB Talk in our usual podcast channels. Zurich Resilience Solutions, the commercial risk advisory and services unit of Zurich Insurance Group, has partnered with climate services provider and carbon project developer South Pole to launch a new climate change-related offering to companies. According to Zurich, the joint offering will be initially available in the US, Germany and Switzerland. It will help businesses tackle both sides of the climate challenge at the same time by helping them to define and execute their short- and long-term climate resilience objectives, as well as their net-zero goals. It will focus on measuring physical climate risk and emissions, helping establish a strategy to reduce each and overseeing implementation of actions that will meet local regulatory and sustainability reporting requirements. 
Zurich said the companies must intensify their efforts to collectively reduce emissions to successfully transition to net zero and mitigate the environmental impacts. At the same time, companies have to prepare and adapt to the consequences of global warming and consider the current and future impacts of climate change on their business. According to the Climate Disclosure Project, the financial benefits of climate action are at least 15 times higher than the cost of risks. JD Power has published the latest edition of its auto insurance quarterly shopping trends report and found that in the fourth quarter of 2022, there was actually a noticeable increase in auto insurance shopping activity in America. The report, produced by JD Power in partnership with TransUnion, suggested that consumers have taken note of the historic rate increases their insurers have been making, forcing their hands to shop for better deals. For Q4 2022, the shopping rate was observed to be at 12.1%, characterised by a busy shopping month in November, which eventually cooled down by December. According to J.D. Power, U.S. auto insurance shopping activity during Q4 2022 was so high that the numbers are some of the highest it's seen in the two-plus years it's been doing these reports. Shopping for auto insurance was not the only thing that increased in the last quarter. Switching rates also jumped during the period. The report found that just over 4% of auto insurance customers indicated that they switched their carriers. Interestingly, J.D. Power's report also commented on telematics. The tech innovation many held would have solved the high-cost crisis of auto insurance. According to the report, telematics adoption appeared to stabilise and plateau in Q4 2022, despite its strong adoption earlier that year. Citing TransUnion's data, JD Power pointed out that 40% of consumers who choose to have the tech installed in their vehicles saw their rates increase. This may have hindered continued adoption, the analytics firm suggested. In Canada, TD has laid out ambitions to enter business insurance in 2023 and has embarked on a hiring spree for commercial focus staff. TD Insurance, said to be Canada's largest direct response home and auto insurance group, has recently posted job advertisements for commercial auto and commercial property claims supervisors, commercial insurance advisors and a senior commercial underwriter. In a TD Banking Group earnings call for Q4, it confirmed that its insurance arm is looking to debut small business cover this year. It's a move that some brokers believe TD is likely to have been mulling for some years and comes as TD has made changes that suggest it's seeing its insurance and wealth business swelling in importance. In Australia, the Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill has warned that the healthcare system should brace for cyber attacks as it's become the main target of cyber criminals. The minister said cyber criminals aim to obtain citizens' personal data, emphasising that even though protecting people's data was a core national issue, more work is needed to end Australia's perception of soft target. A warning was released ahead of the international cybersecurity meeting to be held in Australia within months to discuss the growing global threat to cybersecurity. Commenting on the recent cyber attacks in Australia, including communications giant Optus and medical insurer Medibank, O'Neill said we would be foolish to deny the fact that the exact same attackers, the same actors, same technology, are targeting countries around the world who are just like Australia. Finally, in the UK, convicted serial killer Harold Shipman, who took his own life in 2004 while serving a life sentence, was recently the face of life insurance intermediary Dead Happy, with his image featured in a social media advert that has been described as despicable and simply wrong. The Facebook ad does not mention the name of the late British murderer, who also worked as a general practitioner, but has the words life insurance because you never know who your doctor might be next to a photo of Shipman. 
In 2019, the Advertising Standards Authority ruled against Dead Happy over an advert that was deemed offensive for having trivialised the issue of suicide and told the intermediary to ensure that any life insurance ad it released in the future was responsible and not likely to cause serious offence. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.